Hello and welcome to Radio Free X. Gail and I are here after watching the second to last episode of Nancy Drew going, wow. The very end. Wow. Wow. And we have to go back and watch the entire season, like, right now. Tonight. Um, <laughs> if you're not watching Nancy Drew, you're missing out. Oh, by the way, we decided before this to go back to our pop culture origins because politics is depressing. We're tired of politics. Republicans are scum. Um, yeah, if you're and, a Republican, you shouldn't be. Yeah. And we can only say that so many times it gets so depressing. Yeah. Um, and people are fighting back. And... Mm-hmm. People are aware, and it's time to focus on some of the good in the world, darn it, and some of the fun in the world. And Nancy Drew. Nancy Drew. On the CW, which is, they had Tom Swift on two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I like grew up reading Tom Swift books. I wanted to be Tom Swift probably when I grew up, because Tom Swift did science and invention, and he was quick reads like the Nancy Drew Hardy Boys books. And Nancy Drew is so great because they bought Tom Swift in and not the Hardy Boys. Yes. I mean, eventually maybe they'll bring the Hardy Boys, but they're going to do a, possibly there is talk of a spinoff with Tom Swift. And Tom Swift is a gay black billionaire yes. <laughs> inventor who changed his outfit four times in the course of the day or three he had an outfit for every occasion. It was amazing. It was. And Nancy was just watching him change at one point with her jaw <laughs> dropped. And, man, that's a hot body look in her eyes. Yeah. Actually, that's probably the only time she looked like herself recently was watching. Possibly, yeah. Tom Swift take off his shirt. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so, yes, well, we both grew up reading Nancy Drew. Yes, of course. As I would think a lot of girls, especially girls our age, did. Because Nancy Drew's amazing. I mean, she was so active. She was so smart. She drove a kicky car. Uh Uh-huh. She was the leader of her friend group. Mm Mm-hmm. She solved crimes. Yep. She solved puzzles. She... She helped people. She helped people. And the CW has translated that so well. They really have. It's, It's really incredible. They've translated that to 2021. And Horseshoe Bay, Maine. Maine. Yeah. And with they talk about um, racial issues. They talk about patriarchy issues. They talk They've about... they got a gay character. A, a regular gay character. A regular black character. A regular Asian American character. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and they deal with all of that stuff up front. Mm-hmm. They actually did... Uh, sundown town sort of a story one week where they somebody locked a bunch of people in the police station to figure out this black woman's murder because a black woman had disappeared the same week as a white child and so the same day as a white child as a white child and so the white child disappearance got solved but the black woman disappearance didn't and it basically Mm -hmm. was all cops are bastards yeah i mean it it stepped right there it did i mean it's a triggering episode if in in some ways because they actually show the violence but they didn't show that much of it mm-hmm. but I mean it was just you know they straight up confronted it even you know the, the, the new detective guy who's presumably a good cop Ned and he had a conversation I refuse to call everybody else calls Ned Nickerson Nick but I mm-hmm. call him Ned he wouldn't like me but oh well I'm old enough to be his mother <laughs> 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 and it's it's so cool. Nick is like one of the smartest 
characters on this show. It's it's. Well, he really was impressive. always smart in the Nancy Drew thing too. He was, but I mean, I mean he speaks he he speaks French fluently. He does sign language fluently. He does he makes things. He does yeah. so much. It's really impressive. Yeah, I mean, but he's also just well. Ned was always well. He was a report. He was a journalism student actually oh, was he i don't remember in the that. books yeah because he mm. was at college i remember he was at college and he played football but yeah that's all i remember but i'm pretty sure he was a journalism student because like in the revamp mm-hmm. one of the more modern takes on it he was like his dad was a publisher of the paper i think and he was working mm. at the paper and so he'd get nancy inside information mm. so yeah ned being the inside the dude who, dude who's just yeah mm-hmm. i think that was the version where best was a mechanic and okay that was a fun version. It was a fun version because Bess was still very girly and a mechanic and this Bess is still very girly and gay mm-hmm. and a social media maven. Yes. Yeah. And she, a, the waitress black sheep of the very rich family. Of the very rich family. Yeah, there's two very rich families in Down and they're kind of at war and, um, and Nancy's fate is tied up in one of the families. And Bess's part of the other family. Well, she's been booted out. Yeah. And the worst episode. That, that episode was, was bad. That was the, yeah, that was the worst episode. They, I mean, that's the only episode, and I have a major quarrel with the writers. It was a Spider Sapphire episode, which is, once again, a title from the original Nancy Drew books. Yes, they do that so much. And they take some screenshots, cinematography, cinematography-wise, it's just a gorgeous show. Mm-hmm. Um, they use the main countryside and a lot of fun old buildings and stuff like that. Yes. And they um, also use some shots that are book covers. Yeah, they set them up so that it is actually the cover of the old Nancy Drew books. Yeah, but if I were going to be upset about something, it would be the Spider Sapphire episode because, spoiler, they kind of blackmailed Bess into stealing something from her aunt and Ace was participating. Ace is a new character. Hmm. Um, yeah, he's, he's the other dude in the circle. And he's not based on anyone in the books, I don't think. It doesn't seem like, no. Yeah. Um, and there's no way... They, they had a lot of people behave out of character in that episode because mm-hmm. they wanted best to break away from both her family and the woman she was dating so they could have her, spoiler, dating, kind of flirting with the ghost in George's body. Yeah. And so they just, instead of making it organically, they just had to make several things happen, and they made Ace act out of character because... Mm-hmm. Best didn't tell her Aunt Diana what was going on, and Ace so would have told her. Oh, yeah. Because he's just that kind of a stand-up guy, and he thinks he knows what's right, and he's... He mm-hmm. would fix... He f- tries to fix things for people. Mm-hmm. And he and Bless are platonic anchors for each other. Yes. <laughs> Platankers. <laughs> they have a really good chemistry. Yeah, they do. They have a really good chemistry. Mm-hmm. They also introduced the Bobsy twins mm-hmm. this season. Yeah. At the beginning of the season. After tonight's episode, which is the second to last, we have to go back and rewatch this whole season. Yeah. Because like last season, there was a revelation in the second to last episode that made the whole thing change, really tilted your perspective on the whole season. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's massively impressive. It really is. Yeah. Because they had you focused on the... Gal and I talked about it, and we're going to spoil season one for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you haven't watched it. But um, Nancy was investigating dead Lucy, who was like the town ghost. Mm-hmm. And Lucy Sable, and it turns out she's the daughter of Lucy Sable and Ryan Hudson, the the youngest member of the Hudson family. Right. Um, 
And so Ryan and George were having a flight. And one of the things that they did was because George was underage at the time and Ryan was taking advantage of her because he was in a, an arranged for business marriage. And they actually took an episode where George laid flat out the emotional abuse of him being in a relationship with her. And he just stood there and he tried to say something a couple of times and George told him, no, he wasn't going to talk. She was going to talk. Mm-hmm. And I was actually really impressed that the writers went there. Yeah. The writers do some very impressive things with the series. It's, it is... They take risks. Like, for instance. Well, uh, there's that. And there's all of the... Bringing up systemic racism and Asian stereotypes... Yeah. And mm, I can't think of anything else. But the abuse of power. Abuse of power. How the Hudsons is, you had somebody in the they had somebody in the police department for a very long time. Yeah. Yeah. They and the um, consistently they go back and find bad cops. Yes. They this. In the first season, they actually arrested two cops in two different situations. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, they're not making the cops the heroes. No, they're really not. Because that's one of the things, it's, it's as much as you like, like Brooklyn 99, it's cop propaganda. Mm-hmm. And there's still so much systemic racism in police departments and police departments are a haven for white supremacists at the moment. Mm-hmm. And they abuse their power, many of them. And yep. so, yeah, it's it's really, I mean, there's still, the current, the last police chief, he seemed okay, and I'm kind of missing him because they had this one really cool episode. They do a lot of um, dealing with the spirit world, and so um, Ace was in the hospital, and his spirit was kind of wandering because he was in a coma, and so Chief McGinnis, who's actually a character in the books, mm-hmm. um, did approach the spirit realm from an indigenous perspective. Which was really cool. Because he was actually Native American. Yeah. yeah. And I was hoping to see more of that. Yeah, but he no. moved. Yeah, but now they're, they've, they've always been dealing with the deaf community. That's another yes, thing. Yes. I think that actor is actually deaf, isn't he? I don't know. Yeah. It's Ace's father. Yes. Is a former, or is, yeah, is a former police officer, and I think he rejoined the department. Um, but he became deaf in a car accident. Um, in the line of duty. In the line yeah. of duty. And so Ace has always signed. And he can talk, but he doesn't like that he can't hear his voice. Um, Captain Ace Tom. Is de- yeah. yeah, Captain Tom. So he signs all the time. Mm-hmm. And so like when Ned first met him, he was also signing. Mm-hmm. Because he learned from his cousin. And, um, and then Ace and um, his dad and had Detective Tamora over for Shabbat. Shabbat dinner, yeah. So there's the Jewish perspective as well, because mm-hmm. Ace's dad converted when he married Ace's mom. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Nancy Drew's just. But yeah, they are missing the indigenous perspective, no. and I'm pretty sure the Bobsy twins are Indian American. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so they've got a lot of American diversity on this show and it's yes. pretty amazing and their acting's phenomenal mm-hmm. I mean Nancy has been 
Kale's been pointing out all the things she noticed about Nancy Drew this season while I've been pointing out the kind of puzzles I solved and get, we pay attention to different things which yeah. makes conversations interesting because I figured out that um, one thing that everybody thought had happened what probably hadn't happened and Gail had been watching for signs about something that's been happening to Nancy this whole season kind of yeah. Right. Yeah. Now that I now that I've seen this episode, I realize that yeah. Well, we pay attention to ha- different yeah. things because I've yeah. been paying attention to the the plot, and you've been paying attention to the people. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that happens a lot. Yeah. So it makes for interesting conversations in the mm-hmm. household. But yes, if you are not watching Nancy Drew, you are so sleeping on it because it is amazing. Um, it's really good, creepy, scary. It's there's only one thing that happened this season that I. I'm not rewatching, um, and that's just a brief moment at the beginning of an episode that exceeded my yes. tolerance for gore. Yes, but mostly it's right on the edge of creepy, scary. Mm-hmm. In the first season, they created this dead Lucy ghost, and they used her so well. Oh yeah, I mean they 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 did it at the beginning of this season too. They created a ghost called the Eglaka, mm-hmm. who was haunting them, and they they take something like that and carry it through it's not just one off they have some monsters that are one off but then they create these really cool ghosts and just use them they had some gorgeous scenes where like nancy's walking in front of a waterfall in the hudson house and you see lucy walking behind her mm-hmm. and they're like walking in their gates are matched and it's just there's these great little moments yeah which when you you go through the season one time and you get to the end and they say and you discover that Nancy is Lucy's daughter, and then you, if you go back and watch it again, you see along the way that what Lucy is doing isn't haunting her so much as trying to protect her. Yeah. And lead her to find out that she is Lucy's Abel's daughter. Yeah, because uh, we rewatched, and there was a scene where Nancy was praying at the woman she thought was her mother's grave, Kate Drew, and said that because her mom died of cancer before the episode started. Because Carson Drew's always been a widower. Yes. In the books. Um, Hannah Gruen, they've moved to, she's not a housekeeper, but she is in charge of the historical society, which helps them deal with all the creepy stuff, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. So, they, so they've so now started going to Hannah for advice on the supernatural. Yeah. And that's become a much bigger part of it as it goes on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the big difference between the show and the books is that the supernatural actually exists. Right. In the first episodes, Nancy's a, a naysayer and a skeptic. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, well, I've seen it. It's there. Ghosts. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of fun that when Tom Swift came, because they revisited mm-hmm. that from Nancy believing in ghosts and magic and Tom Swift being like, eh, it's all physics. Mm-hmm. And then physics whomped his ass down the hall. <laughs> <laughs> Four times. Ghost yeah. physics, yes. Yeah. And messed up his pretty outfit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and they gave a lesbian a sword in that episode, too. So it was mm-hmm. like... Gay, what gay, gay perfection actually. Yeah. Lesbian and sword, great clothes on Tom um, Swift. That when I said I want Tom Swift's wardrobe, somebody offered to fight me for them. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so I, what I was saying was like Nancy's praying in front of her mom, or in front of her mom's grave, saying, "I thought you'd care enough about me to stay." And in the, and, and then when you see that and you realize that Lucy's <laughs> stayed. Yeah. Not Kate. Not Kate. Lucy mm-hmm. stayed. Well, it's not even a not Kate, but you realize that that's what she wanted her mother to do, and Lucy did that. Yeah. That's Nancy's definition of 
motherly love and mm-hmm. yeah, Lucy and Ryan are actually Ryan Hudson they take him from this slightly creepy guy who was sleeping with George mm-hmm. and not caring about his wife's murder as much as he possibly should mm-hmm. to, they, they've, they've given him a chance to grow into Nancy's kind of other dad which makes for some interesting in scenes between him and Carson <laughs> Drew. Uh-huh. And Nancy, for that matter. Yeah. Get yeah. the three of them together, it's fun. Yeah. So, yeah. Don't sleep on Nancy Drew. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. The performances are incredible. We don't have the actors' names to hand. Kennedy McMahon is the lead. McCann. Mc- McCann? I think it's McCann. I thought it was McMahon. Okay. Well, one way or the other. Oh, one way. Um, Leah Lewis plays George... Yeah, who was excellent in Half of Us. Yes, on Netflix. Yeah. Um, Madison... I don't know. Jadavari? Something like that plays best. Mm -hmm. I follow her on Twitter. She does a really good job. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, even homelessness. Because for a while in the first episode, she was living in a van. Best was, yeah. 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 And... Immigration. They've touched on so many yeah, things. Yeah, they really have. That's true. Yeah. about that one. Yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah, at one point uh, there was a storm and a tree went through her van and Ace didn't want to embarrass her and neither did Nancy. So they had to... Make the, Nancy um, said she owed Bess a favor and Bess should come sleep at her place. And they mm-hmm. did a very good job of keeping her pride intact. Yes, they did. Bess is also a kleptomaniac, which is fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nancy likes breaking and entering. Oh, yeah. So much. So much. It was the second episode. The first episode was the one in the morgue this season, right? No, the no. first oh. episode this season was the one with the wraith. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we have to go back and rewatch. Mm-hmm. All right, so you're going to go watch Nancy Drew if you haven't. Yes. And we will be back in a bit. Yeah, we're back and we're going to talk a little bit about the coronavirus and vaccination because Gail and I both gotten our two of both of our shots and Gail's in the post-vaccination safe zone currently and I will be on Friday and we were she just asked me if there was any movies that would make me want to go see want to go actually watch them in the theater yeah and I had to think about it but um G Kids is releasing Weathering With You and some animated films that would look really cool on a big screen mm-hmm. and so um and Into the Heights is coming out in a couple of weeks. Yeah. And then West Side Story is going to... Oh, no, West That's Side Story is coming Christmas. out at Christmas. Yeah. Uh, and I did actually buy my first concert ticket, but it's mm-hmm. for an outdoor show at the York Fairgrounds, and I upgraded my ticket to be in the standing pit at the front so I could feel move around and not be under a roof or locked into a single seat. Mm-hmm. And I'm still not sure how I feel being in the middle of a crowd. I'm like, which mask is so cool that people will not scorn me because Yorkers aren't big at masking? Yeah, they're so not big in masks. Yeah. It's... Um, well, although, to be fair, we wandered around Target and masks are no longer mandatory at Target. Mm-hmm. And there were quite a number of people t- who had masks. That's true, there were. Yeah. Still. I mean, some of the employees didn't. Mm-hmm. But um, some of the employees did. And then there were people walking around with children who had masks. Because, yes. Uh, really young children can't be vaccinated yeah, yet. Yeah, kids under 12 can't be, under, yeah. can't be vaccinated yet. Um, and 
they just started vaccinating 12 and up. Yeah, it's last week. Yeah, so it'll be a while before they're... Um, I just read a thing that um, an unnamed ad agency or an ad agency that was um, supposed to be in England but was actually, it's actually probably into Russia, over French and German influence, there's a lot of money to lie about the Pfizer vaccine. Really? Yeah, it's, mm. there were two stories, AP and The Guardian, mm-hmm. um, they offered French YouTubers a lot of money to make 30 minute videos saying the death rates were higher than for the AstraZeneca one or wow. yeah because they're trying to cast doubt on the whole mRNA thing because I guess the vaccine the Russians did the Sputnik mm-hmm. is not doesn't use that technology and it's what the AstraZeneca one is too mm-hmm. and so I mean this is apparently going to be the forefront of stuff going forward is influencers and the influencer was saying that that they have to be have a very high bar for what they take money to yeah. do because I mean that's that's dis- so much disinformation has been spreading about vaccines so that here in York we're below the national average for vaccination yeah we're, we're far below well okay far below but um, for the to- percentage of total population in York um, according to the CDC 37% of Yorkers have been fully vaccinated, and for the population over 12 years of age, uh, 43.4%. Huh. And um, I think it was yesterday that the country passed 50% of adults yeah. had been fully vaccinated. And some places in New England it's been it's like seventy percent. It's like seventy percent in Yeah, New England's doing a lot better than the rest of the country. Yeah. Plus they have Elizabeth Warren and Anna Presley. Yes. And my sister, so <laughs> Well that would, and all that's just in Massachusetts. So. And all that's just in Massachusetts. <laughs> uh yeah. And here Bennett. Well to be mm-hmm. fair Scott Perry, for all his insurrectionist Nazi tendencies, and I really do think he needs to be primary next election, has been sending emails telling people to get vaccinated. Yes, that's So that's something. something. Anyway. Yeah, but it's not having an effect. <laughs> no, it isn't, because it's too late. He's He already spent a year saying, or not saying or anything. Or saying coronavirus was a hoax. Was, was it, a hoax. Isn't or, he one of the, I won't wear a mask? And, oh, yeah, he was, he, in, on January 6th, when all of Congress was sitting in one little room, he was one of the seven people from the uh, Freedom Caucus who refused to take a mask. Yeah. Um, I'm still going to be masking for a while. I mean, the coffee, sh- the, Bennett, Bennett. the Starbucks we usually go to is opening up on Friday for sitting indoors. And we've been sitting outside, like this weekend, just to get out of the house. And, um, well, I don't know, sitting indoors for several hours. Because, I mean, there have been breakthrough infections. Yeah. None of them, I mean, the, the vaccine is not a cure-all. The vaccine will stop. It's designed to stop you from dying from coronavirus. Right, or even getting very, very sick it's and needing to It's designed to keep you out of the hospital. hospital. Right, um, and it's doing a very good job of that. It's doing an excellent job. Wellspan released a graphic. Right, saying, saying, okay, we know there's a lot of vaccine propaganda out there, but here's a look at our statistics, and there were, it was a bar chart of, you know, we've had, like, more than 200 
No, it was 476 cases, and, and seven, seven of them were, were vaccinated people. People who had been vaccinated, And yeah. four of them had only had one shot. Right. And three of them had really suppressed immune systems. Yes. And so it was amazing to see the stark contrast between the seven vaccinated people in the hospital and the 476... Not vaccinated not people. Not vaccinated people. In the hospital, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what the numbers were. There was a huge gap. Yeah, yeah there was a huge gap. I yeah. just saw the one that was broken down by age. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was a huge, huge gap. Mm-hmm. So the vaccine is not going to prevent you. And there's a f- no, f- there's like, there was one pediatric flu death this whole season because people mm-hmm. were masking and socially distancing. And in Asia, when you're not feeling well, it is the custom to mask. Or even if it's just winter and there's a flu going around, you know it. Yeah. Everybody wears a mask when they're out in public just to stop other people from getting sick. So, there is still a reason to mask. Yeah. Um, you can still get... The Yankees had eight cases. They were all, they've all been vaccinated. And I was looking at a sports epidemiologist and he said probably what mm-hmm. happened is there was one case with a massive viral load and then because with coronavirus the viral load is is de- it's real depending on how sick you were mm-hmm. and the fact that there were only seven other cases that registered enough virus to test positive was probably a miracle considering the close quarters they travel in right <laughs> so the vaccine does work mm-hmm. um there's still a cost benefit analysis to do you want a mask do you, i mean in your with your vaccinated family you don't need to wear a mask yeah in like a large indoor setting that doesn't have much airflow, you might just want a mask. To right. Be I mean, we we're still wearing masks when we go into stores. Well, I'm still not in the safe zone. Right. Uh, and but we're debating for this winter too whether or not to do a show, and we've come to the conclusion that we can't be the mask police. No. I mean, like the York Revolution has said that you don't have to wear a mask if you're vaccinated, but they're not asking people for proof. And more than half of the county is not vaccinated. Right. And they haven't been wanting to wear masks, so you're going to have people who aren't vaccinated and not wearing masks, and I'm not putting actors at risk. No. I mean, there's mutant versions of the coronavirus. Gail was just telling me that the India variation, the vaccine is only 33% effective against one shot. Right. And And it's like 80% effective if you've had the second shot, and it's been two weeks. Yeah. So I have just decided that rather than be the mask police or just sit there and wait for people to, you know, with the lights go off, they take off their masks, and then I have to interrupt the show to get them to mask up. We're just probably going to be live streaming this winter. Mm-hmm. If there's going to be a, if there's a spike in coronavirus cases, I'm honestly planning for a spike in coronavirus cases when people go back indoors. Yeah. Because there's talk that they'll need another booster. And yeah, how many of them will get a booster? How many of them will have gotten the first? round of shots by then. Yeah, I'm not going to be this. I mean, I don't know about vaccine cards for traveling. Apparently, it's the Republicans are saying it's not legal to ask if you've been vaccinated because of HIPAA, which is not true. That just means it's HIPAA is designed to keep your medical professionals from revealing your information, but you can reveal your information. Yes, you're allowed to say whatever you want. And People can ask you, and the Wall Street Journal released a thing that said, you can ask people to be vaccinated. Mm-hmm. It's legal. Yes. Um, you may be liable, 
as a business if something happens with the vaccine, if you mm-hmm. ask them to. And some disabled people cannot be vaccinated. Right. And so there's that concern. So yeah, we're thinking we're thinking just live stream stuff and protect the actors. Get the actors back in the room. Do mm-hmm. what the CDC recommends. What's best practice for safety mm-hmm. at rehearsals, whether it be masking or distancing or ventilation or air mm-hmm. filtration. And then live stream performances because I am not putting up with fuckwits who won't take care of their community. Mm-hmm. There needs to be a higher standard for caring for your community. Yes. Yep. So, on that note, watch Nancy Drew, which mm-hmm. is the goods. Um, hopefully you have gotten vaccinated twice and you are taking care of yourself and your community. And we will be back to you next week. Or Sunday. Or, no, next week. I think we should do this weekly. And we were thinking about reading the same book and rev- and talking about it and things like that and talking mm-hmm. about anime. Um, yeah, so if there's anything you'd like to hear us talk about in the pop culture department, let us know. Yep. Uh, take care of yourself.